chest. You want to take his face? Yes. His face. Oh. The eyes, nose, skin. It's coming off. The face. What's with his face? They're gonna take his face off. Let me tell you, this movie breaks the record for most times saying the title in the movie of all time. They're gonna take his face off. And what if they called a face on? Fa face on colon, it's coming off. It's coming off. <laughs> Welcome to episode 30. 30! Of the Last Row Podcast. The Last Row Podcast turns 30. They said we'd never get here. I don't I, know who they are. They but. they say a lot of things. Yeah. But uh, this is episode 30 of the Last Row Podcast. My name is Drew. Welcome all new listeners. I'm joined across the room by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Badway. Hello. What's going on, Badway? Oh, nothing. Just watch some face off. This is uh, the movie podcast where we watch underappreciated movies. We're still working on the tagline here. We've got some experimentation going on right now. Yeah, we're watching movies. We'll tell you what happens. We, we like a lot of movies, as you see, whether the critics love them or not. If you're looking for our website, thelastrowpodcast.com, we are also on Twitter at The Last Row Pod. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash thelastrowpod. Head on out to iTunes. Go to the iTunes store. Like down the street store, yeah. as Badway said last week. Uh, give us a five star review. We got a couple new reviews this week. Want to say thank you to everybody that went out and left us a review. We'll give a shout out at the end of the show. But if you haven't done so already and you do enjoy this show, please give us that review. It really does help us out. Yeah, outpouring of love. I love it. Face off, nineteen ninety seven. Oh, oh, by the way, it's face slash off. Yeah, not face off. Nowadays, if you Google just face off without the slash, you get this like Showtime show. Yeah, what it's it's like a makeup movie artist show. Are they taking are they like cut, taking a face off? Yeah, something like that. And it's lame because like if you want to Google face off John Travolta Nicolas Cage, you don't get it. You get this stupid show. Anyway, Metacritic 82%, IMDb 7.2%, directed by John Rick Flair. Woo! Obsessed with Woo! bringing terrorist Caster <laughs> Troy to justice. FBI agent Seed Archer tracks down Troy, who has brought who has boarded a plane to, in Los Angeles. I can't speak. After the plane crashes and Troy is severely injured, possibly dead, Archer undergoes surgery to remove his face and replace it with Troy's face. As Archer tries to use his disguise to elicit information about a bomb from Troy's brother, Pollux, Troy awakes from a coma and forces the doctor to perform the surgery to give him Archer's face. We're talking full on face switching, Drew. Not body switching. Face switching. Just face switching. Well, there, there is body alter, altering, alterization. alteration, Alterites. So we'll get alter into it later. We'll get into, <laughs> we'll get into the surgery procedure later, Drew. So the stars oh, of the God. show are Nick Cage and John Travolta, who perform a very professional dual role here. Dare I say, dare I say their greatest roles of all time. That's a dareful say, and we'll get into that. I know that Nick Cage won an Oscar yeah. so, one year prior. He did, so he was on top of his game but this, this was point. like, he. I think he took it up a notch. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's, all the, it's all the very short list of Nick Cage performances. Not so much movies, but performances. But one future little, little tidbit I wanted to talk about here when I was looking up this movie before we, we started recording here. The original script was set for this movie to be in the future, did they say what year it was? No, it was an undetermined, undisclosed year. So do you think that kind of like explains a little bit of this technology that we see in this movie? Yes, because the reason why I say that is yes, because if you think about the prison scene, I know I'm jumping ahead here. There's yeah. a prison scene where they had these magnetic boots. Crazy awesome Like it prison. looked like maybe during during the filming, they decided yeah. they wanted, hey, maybe we shouldn't make this future. And then they filmed it in like Burbank, California. Yeah. So, but yes. So apparently the, the original script called for it to be in the future. I don't know if it was like a uh, demolition man type future or just very near future. Like it, like what year would it be? Like maybe even today it might be 2016. It could be 2016 back 20 in years later. I don't know, but apparently that was the original script, but John Woo, who they really wanted to direct this movie 
He said, nah, 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 I don't do future movies. I don't do space movies, he says. He, he's friends with that yeah, way. So he's friends with that way. He, he hates wanted, space movies. Yeah, he wanted present day. So they uh, acquiesced to his request and changed the script a little bit, made it a present day film. May have hurt it a little bit as far as believability. I, I think it would have. So let me ask you, would it be better in the future or well, worse? You could believe the surgery a little bit more if it was a future because you suspend disbelief if it's in the future. All bets are off. doesn't matter. It's in the future. Right? I, I think I liked how they did it, but you could tell it felt a little disjointed with the blend. Yeah. But I digress. So uh, also uh, another little tidbit about the movie. You might not think it was such a critical uh, masterpiece. Um, it actually, I mean, really, you wouldn't? No. Well, it was reviewed well, but it actually got an Oscar knob for uh, for uh, for special effects, so, sound effects. Or was it sound effects or special effects? Sound. Uh, you told me sound effects. It was special effects. Oh, okay, I messed special up. Special effects editing. I believe it. Yes, it looked pretty good. But I it mean, lost. They took a guy's face off and did. put it on another face. Not I mean, so bad. I don't know right. if that's like they should be nominated for a physician's award instead, <laughs> like the the uh, doctors, MDs. Award. They should have given yeah. him one of those instead. Well, the scene where they showed Nick Cage with his face off, right? When he just woke up from the coma. Yeah. Castro Troy and he's all evil and stuff. And he's smoking a cigarette with no skin on his face. So like he was standing there like bleeding open face. Like how did he not get some type of deep infection? He was smoking a cigarette and he was like, oh man, this is very painful, but I'm using your meds. And like, like the, yeah, the blood was dripping. Yeah. Like wouldn't, so let me ask you another question. I'm jumping way ahead here. Yeah. But if they took his face off, wouldn't his skin start to heal? Like how do they keep it? Like, yeah, ready I'm, to accept the next face. You would face. think, like, his face would be in some kind of freezer or something. I don't know. He was just laying in a hospital bed. And how many times did these doctors perform this surgery that we don't even know about? Oh, how many? Like, te- Do you think they yeah. tested it on oh, rabbits or something? Absolutely. On rats? Or maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe the, the FBI director, the, the guy who had a heart attack, wasn't really him. Maybe he was somebody else Whoa. with a different face. Whoa. I mean, Whoa. I know that we just blew the lid off Whoa. of this thing here. But I didn't even think about that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, it lost yeah. to Titanic. For uh, for for sound for special effects. I mean, that leads me into something else. I mean, Titanic. There was a lot of you know that we talk about violent movies. Yeah, but Titanic was 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 pretty violent in terms of body count. Well, people died on Titanic. It's true. So I took it upon myself to do some heavy internet research. Heavy internet. I research. went to my browser and I typed in moviebodycounts.com. <laughs> moviebodycounts.com. Our friends over at moviebodycounts.com. I know of this website. Go I on. don't know, you know, who these guys are, but I just want to give them a shout out because they are doing some fantastic work. They do great work. At moviebodycounts.com. But anyway, I looked up because I thought, you know what, this is a pretty damn violent movie. Yeah. There was a lot of death, a lot of people getting shot. Well, yeah, the first the first action scene, I forgot. It's been like years, 10 years plus since I've seen this movie. There's a lot of murder going on in this movie. It, the it very opening sequences. More violent than yeah. I had anticipated to the point where I watched this movie with my wife and she was having a pretty hard time watching it. Now, well, first of all, spoiler alert, first scene of the movie is a flashback and there's child murder. Yes. So you don't see that anymore. That's, that's a shock. That's a John Woo special yeah. right there. It was accidental child murder, but there's child murder. You don't see that. So how do you on. think the body count holds up? On, on moviebodycounts.com. Well, I, I think it would be fairly high for a movie of this ilk. You know what I mean? Um, as far as an action movie. So uh, where where, do you, where did it rank as far as like the 90s go? Well, let me give you the rule. So the rules for the way that they count a death. Uh-huh. They count bodies Okay. this way. So there was an FAQ on their site and somebody says, why are planets, planes, explosions not listed on this site? Uh-huh. That gives you an insight into what they consider death. Uh-huh. So their answer to that was in the FAQs, we count only physically visible, quote, on-screen kills and bodies in a film. Nothing that is hypothetical or off-screen is counted in the final tallies. A body-slash-kill must be shown on-screen in some form to be included as a body count on this site. Okay, so it has to be seen to be counted. They, it's got right. to be shown to, to be it counted. It has to be shown and, to be counted. And they've, got, and they've got some pretty heavy integrity at this place. All right. So All right, I'll this, go with it. this film... 56 total deaths. Is that higher or lower than you thought? I guess lower, but maybe not. I'm thinking of this, the airplane scene and also the, um, the condominium, the Castro Troy's condominium scene as the two major murder scenes, right? So another thing that this website does, they break it down by character. Uh-huh. So they take the characters and I could tell you, I, you might want to guess. So how many, and I don't know how they counted, especially in a movie where you've got a guy playing a dude who's another dude yeah. with a different face. Yeah. I don't really know, not to quote, you know, our our, our friend uh, <laughs> from Tropic Thunder there, yeah. <laughs> but um, Caster Troy, over or under eight and a half kills? Caster Troy, all over. 
Yes. Yeah. So he's sitting there with 16. See, I, I thought it'd be higher than 16. He's like, so I don't know how they're counting it, but yeah. he's got 16. Scene Archer has 16. That's high. Dietrich has six. So the good guy, Sean Archer, not Sean Archer, who turns into Castro Troy, has 16. But I don't know. I don't know how they're counting that. Like, well, it's conf- we'll give a benefit doubt. It's confusing. Yeah. It's like, fine. maybe, you know, I benchmarked against some of these other movies and yeah. we can give you an example right. here. But so then Dietrich has six. Sasha, played by Gina Gershon, has two. And Dubov, also known as Frank Sabatka, it's Frank Sabatka from Wire, has two. six. Yeah. I love that name. Yeah. Um, Compared to the movies of the 90s. What are, what are the tops? The top five here. You've got the classic. Yeah. Asian cinema, hard-boiled, 1992. All right, never saw it. 307 Oof. on-screen kills. So that's a woo, right? That's a John Woo that's a John film. Woo special. 1992. Yeah. Tied with number two. Okay. Our friend Jimmy Cameron's Titanic. Titanic. 307. Let me stop you right there. How many people were on that boat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me stop you right there. They're talking, they're only confirming on-screen deaths. Now, we know a lot of people died on the Titanic, but how can you for sure say 307 people died in that movie on the screen? There were people falling in the water, but you can't confirm a death for falling in, for a body falling in the water. It takes time to freeze and drown. But did they do like a pan over? I'm trying to think back to this movie. Did they do yeah. a pan over where they show like all the bodies when they, Jack's laying there? They did, but A... You can't tell if they're really dead or not, if they're just sitting there freezing to death, but not totally dead yet. And B, they did a lot of like, if they do panning and they do cuts, how are you sure you're not double counting them? Because they all kind of look the same when they're all in that frosty state. See, I like to imagine, and I don't know if this is true, and no disrespect to moviebodycounts.com, but I like to imagine that this website is like the guys from Knocked Up, where they're doing Flesh of the Stars. (laughs) You know, like... Because I don't, it doesn't look like a, like a a high, um, you know, high traffic website or like a, you know, a a major website, right? It, it looks like a guys like us put the website together, right? It looks like our website. It's not like Mr. Skin, where it's like professionally run, professionally done. It is more of like the knocked up guys. It's, it's like guys like us. Flesh of the stars.com. Exactly. Like flesh of the stars.com. But they do a good job and and I'm not knocking them, but but I'm kind of like maybe alter your FAQ a little bit. I'm okay with assumed deaths, by the way. They, yeah. they put assumed deaths. I'm fine with that. Now, I don't know how often these are updated too, but... Yeah. Um, well, go they, on. What else do you have? They've got some other movies here. So what do you think, number three? Think back to the 90s. It's got to be war movies, right? So I don't know the, the number fifth one, but number three and four are war movies. Uh-huh. Um, the first one is a war movie set in space against bugs called Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers. Okay. So it's a space movie. Space War movie. Okay. And the second one is Saving Private Ryan. So Starship Trooper edges out Saving Private Ryan by one kill or one body count, one yeah. number of bodies, uh, 256 to 255. All right. So here's my theory on this. So, so the top five, one and five are both Japanese movies, right? Asian cinema, yeah. Asian cinema. So they have a higher tolerance for murder in their movies than our rated R movies are in, in America. That's true. So... They get, they get, there's a reason for them being up there. Starship Troopers space movie that all bets are off when you're in space, right? Fighting I mean, aliens. Do like, does one kill count as two? And did they count the bugs? Like, yeah. I don't know no, how well, they... the bugs are killing a lot of people, right? So did they count bug deaths or only no, 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 human no, 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 deaths? No, 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 they're not humans. You but don't, is that a body? Because they like explode. It's like, you don't bury them, whatever. <laughs> uh, Titanic is a natural disaster. That is a historical piece that we know a lot died. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is a very this is a very funny subject the, the deaths in the movie I, yes i mean i'm not trying to make light of it but <laughs> it is kind of funny so titanic i questioned the screen count but we know a lot of people died that on the boat uh, may they rest in peace and saving prior ryan is a war movie so you know you're getting body counts in the war movies so yeah. i feel 56 for face off is a pretty high number it's just when you look at these powerhouses here in the 90s it, yeah. it was I mean, I'd have to go back. I didn't do it for this, but I'd have to go back. But if you go back to the 90s chart, like 90 to 99, yeah. it's kind of in the middle. And there's a big drop off after you get from the war movies to the regular movies, like the Seagal movies. I mean, I think even um, a Rambo, I looked in the yeah. 2000s and Rambo, the, the newest Rambo oh, yeah. had was, like a lot of kills. That was super violent. Oh, oh my It God. had a lot of kills. Yeah. And the, most of the Rambo movies did not. Well, Rambo 1 is just him hanging out in the, in the, in the woods yeah. for two hours, pretty I don't much. Even, is there a, a body count in that at all? Yeah. I don't even remember. I don't even know, Yeah, to be honest with you. But this is right in the middle. So, you know, as much as we felt that it was violent, yeah. it wasn't as bad as some of these, but it wasn't a disaster. No, no, it wasn't on a scale of those. Yeah, it's pretty violent when you consider, like, the personal deaths, like, you, you know. 
when I when I see a cop get murdered on screen, now not to get too far off track here. I feel <laughs> we're, bad. Like, we're way off the rails yeah. here. When I see a cop get murdered, like for example, the dude who uh, played the gay guy in American Psycho that was hitting on Patrick Bateman. He oh was, yeah, he was one of the cops, right? Yes. Yeah, the guy that loved his overnight bag that was. was Jean-Paul Gaultier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about yeah. that. So he was one of the cops, right? And so when Sean Archer, is, when Castro Troy is in Trolled's body, and he's like, oh, uh, when, uh, when his brother Pollock died, and he's all mad, and, and the cop goes, why are you mad? That's just Castro Troy's brother. So he turns around and shoots him in the head. I feel so bad for the cop. It, it's like, he's a cop. Like, his family is going to, yeah. like, I, I, I think of them as real people and real cops. I feel because bad. It was, it was a thoughtless murder yeah. it wasn't like hey it's this guy no did something to me he just he just felt like killing somebody so this so. guy is a bad bad dude moving on <laughs> <laughs> we, we went way off the rails yeah. on that one but uh moviebodycounts.com is an important thing yes. we'll have to reference them going forward looking, this is something we should have done a long time ago with i should reach movies. we should reach out to them we should do yeah. a partnership yeah well, we got to go back and see what sudden death their body count yeah. is we did sudden death we'll update you guys yeah. on twitter at the last you know. row pod you know, maybe Roadhouse. I'm sure that it was in the dozens. Moving on. So, a lot of podcasts that do these types of movies, quote unquote, bad movies or ridiculous movies, they'd spend the whole podcast talking about unrealistic things in the movie or things that could never happen in real life. We're just going to get that out of the way, right? Off the top. Here. Because we love those things. Yeah. So, we're not going to make the whole podcast about how ridiculous the surgery is or how ridiculous certain things are in the movie. So we're going to rattle off real quick our top five per, per person, top five things that were realistic, unrealistic, and unbelievable moments of the movie that we enjoyed. Uh, some of our favorites. Not all, because there's more than 10, right? So, right. Yeah. So we're going to rattle off our top five real quick. Do you want me to go first? You, you, go, first? you go first, because I got to think about my list okay. here. All right. So I wrote my list down already. All right. First of all is the necessity of the surgery. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, they, de- they, they dubbed it as the only way, all right? It's, it's the only way to get the information of the bomb, right? So, Castro Troy puts a bomb in the L.A. Convention Center, and they need to know it's going off in two weeks, which, by the way, two weeks is a long freaking time for a bomb to have a timer on it. But, so, the, all the, the higher-up officials, they say, the, the people that know about this surgery that they want to have Travolta perform to get Cage's face, I know this is going to be hard to describe, but we'll, we'll get better we'll, as, as we go. We'll, we'll try. Yeah. We'll do our best. So, so he wants to interrogate the bad guys. He wants to do this and that. And these people are trying to get him to do this freaking surgery to turn into his mortal enemy and minds, minds F him for lack of a better word. Right. Right. So it, it took very little convincing that, all right, it's the only way we have to do this. Let's, let's go and let's change our faces. After he interviewed like what? Two people. He interviewed two people. <laughs> Like, that's what I mean. He even says, like, I need to do it. It's my job. Yeah. Let me let me let me ponder this for you. Castor Troy is like on like Osama bin Laden level terrorist, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, he like, must have done some really messed up shit along his lifetime. He's number like number one. I yeah. imagine he's got to be like the number one most wanted man in America. You think people would know his face, right? Yeah. And he's not hiding out in some countries, not in Afghanistan. He's in L.A. So he's walking around the L.A. Convention Center with his face out. Right. Doing yeah. crazy stuff in a in a uh, in a priest outfit. <laughs> I love when he does like the headbanging rock. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So he's out and played played daylight for everyone to see. He's not hiding. You think someone would have seen him there on that day. Right. Oh, that- I mean, he was pretty careless. It, he kind of remind me like the the in- reputation that he has in this movie reminds me a lot of a future cage movie. The yeah. Lord of War when he's like going selling arms in like Africa. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just kind of he's so well known. Yeah. It's, it's obvious that he's just walking around the right. L.A. Convention Center. You don't you think somebody would have spotted him on that day? Oh, he was hanging around the L.A. Convention Center in a stupid priest disguise that looks like he got from the Halloween store. Right? It, did, it didn't even look right. Halloween City, right? <laughs> Party City. Yeah. So, but that's why right. he's a badass because he, he DGAF. He just he doesn't that's care. Right. But that, but again, he's, he's probably, probably was seen. But it but. plays it plays to his his like the epicness of yes. Caster Troy. Yeah, I, I don't I don't doubt him doing that. All right, quickly. What's your two. What's your next one? Uh, the blood test, which is kind of the smoking gun of this entire movie. So in order to tell the two apart and, and the, the way that um, Travolta's wife eventually found out that she was basically, for lack of a better term, sleeping with the enemy, right? Yeah. Um, she pricks him with a little blood thing after she got a tip from her husband saying, hey, check that guy's blood. That's me. That's not me. I'm the, ba- I'm the bad guy's body. 
come check out his blood. So she does it, pricks him, checks out his body. I'm type O, he's type AB. Do the blood test. She does the blood test. Oh my God. That's like, that's like a thing that they painted right away. Your blood types are different. Can you do this surgery? Can you swap faces with someone with different blood types or would that contaminate the blood? Do we know any doctors? Yeah. Can we listen, doctor if you're a this doctor, here? if yeah. you're a doctor and you listen to this show, I, I don't know, maybe you wouldn't because you probably think we're dumb, but if you do, <laughs> if you, if you do and you can stand our idiocy, uh, let us know because I really don't know what the, the donor rules are. Like, yeah. does your body accept the transplant? Right. Like Leatherface puts his face, puts other people's faces on his face in the movie, the Texas Chainsaw movies. Yeah. But he's not like performing the surgery. It's he's not just surgically. laying it. He's just laying it all. He's wearing it like a Halloween mask. He's he is safer than this movie that has a whole bunch of medics going here. And this <laughs> the Walsh Institute, which is some rinky dig establishment. It had the guy from The Perfect Storm, the Stephen yeah. King movie, yeah. Lenoge. It had yeah. that guy. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, like it's something Colob or something like that. I forget. Calm Meany? No, Col- that's the other Col- guy. Calm Fiori. Calm Fiori. Col- yeah, Fiori. yeah. He's a, he's it. another calm. All right, so that that bugged me a little bit, but it, it was charming. Third was the airplane chase scene. Now, that was one of my favorite parts. Now, we've of the movie, all seen Fat Furious Six, right? Yeah. Right. So <laughs> this is the introduction of the endless yeah. runway. The famous endless runway. This uh, this was the inspiration for the endless runway scene. Was this opening chase between an airplane and a Hummer? that Travolta was driving. So I was watching this and I was thinking to myself, the airplane has got to be the worst getaway vehicle of all time. Right? Absolutely. Because you can't, you're on the runway. You don't really have much maneuverability. You're we'll going in one direction. You can't make sharp turns. You can't get away. You can't drive it on the street. You can't, you can't get an alleyway into a garage. But, and, and it, like a preview to one of my points, they could just track you, bro. Yeah. They could just track yeah. you. You're going to have to land eventually. So they could just let you take off and then they'll let you land and they'll be there when you land. You're running exactly. out of fuel, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like you, you're going to get like, a, yeah. then you get into the Air Force One situation where you've got yeah. Gary Oldman requesting a, a, a refuel mid-flight. Yes. Like you got to fuel me up. The famous refuel. It's, it's the worst getaway vehicle. So that was like a 10 minute chase scene on a runway, which just is absolutely absurd. One of my favorite scenes, by yeah. the way. Fourth was the outrageous sound effects. That were going on in the middle of this movie. Now, one in particular comes to mind when they're in the prison during the prison escape scene with uh with Sean Archer as Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he shoots up and shoots a cop in the toe, and a Wilhelm scream lets out. Yeah, that was awesome. So that does not fit a a, a toe shot. That scream is is uh, specifically built for when you fall off a cliff or fall over a balcony. That's where that screen screen but they, into effect. As a movie editor, you have to try to get that in once a movie. And I don't <laughs> but, know if there was a better situation. No, no. Just a minute later, the big guy, uh, Frank Zbotka, throws a cop off of a balcony onto the floor <laughs> so to they, his death. What if it was an editing mistake? Yeah, that's baby. why they didn't win the Oscar. No. Because they, they put the sound on the track that's, too early. That's why I had to correct you. It wasn't sound editing. It was, it was, it was, special, it was effects. special effects editing. So they got yes. snubbed for the sound yes. editing because it was no, amateur. No Wilhelm scream during a toe shot. doesn't work. Toe shot's like an, ow, I got shot. That sucks. Uh, also, during the speedboat chase... Now, the speedboat is a much better getaway vehicle. It's much cooler. It, it is so, much cooler. Yeah. They had the Baywatch yeah. speedboats, so a red and a yellow one, so, like ketchup and mustard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of explosions going off during the speedboat chase. And some of the explosions had fireworks sounding special they effects. Were, no, but like not only were they fireworks, they literally exploded before they yeah. hit the target. So there's a lot of, let's see, I'm a bad whistler. I can't do it. Yeah, like that. Like, no, not good enough. Not good enough for me. You need to get your effects straight, Woo. All right? And fourth was the prison break scene itself. Unless he had a map of the, of the prison on his body tattooed. Unless Michael Schofield was his getaway partner. Michael, Michael there, Schofield. There is no freaking way he's escaping that prison in 10 minutes the way he did. He had no oh schematics. God. No chance in hell, as Vince McMahon would say. No chance in hell. I love it. And, and that's all I got. That's all I got. Everything so, else I could fully accept. I'll go through mine quick because I, I feel like I don't want to uh, step on your toes because I, I thought you had a lot long. of good ones. No, I'm it's sorry. okay. The one that I said, I already said it was uh, instead of shooting up the airport and just like killing everybody, which is probably where half of the 56 deaths from uh, the, <laughs> the body count came. Oh, yeah. Was in that opening scene. Why didn't the, I think my wife said this when we were watching it. Like, why didn't they just track the plane? Yeah. Like they they are trackable, you Let know. Him take off. I don't know. They're... He lands in Miami. Fine. But see, but see, the better part would have been he was driving that big ass Hummer. 
And he was like, oh, he's playing chicken. He's playing yeah. chicken with the plane. Like, oh, <laughs> don't do it. Damn it. Don't do it. Like, he should have just drove right at the wheel. Like, that Hummer's a tank, man. That uh, thing, he'll just take the wheel off, and that thing's going down. It's think? not going anywhere. I don't know. Listen, I think he might have gotten crushed. No, I think he should have just went for it. He should have <laughs> went for it or, like, sideswiped the front wheel. Like, he could have oh. really taken that out. All you got to do is roll out, right? That's so what I'm saying. You, you go fast, then you roll out. It's like you yeah. open the door and just fall out. Like, he's not going to get crushed by the wheel. Like, drive into <laughs> it, open the door, and fall out. Just roll out. Just roll. That's, that's yeah. like, that's the rule. You know what I mean? Speaking of rolling, real quick. There was a lot of, like, dive shooting and it was like highly inaccurate yeah, and flip shooting, right? It was highly like inaccurate. You flip your body and then you shoot. There's a lot of that going on too. I, that I that was like, that's like the John Woo signature. I feel yeah. like just the dr- jumping around, diving yeah. around crap, yeah. like just shooting out of nowhere, you're jumping behind a, a, a bench, jumping behind a cabinet and just yeah. shooting out a lot of double guns too. double, double guns. the akimbo. You gotta love the akimbo. No, um, I feel like you lose a little bit of accuracy when you're, when you're dub shooting, right? It's kind of like if you're if you're jumping and passing the ball in football, they yeah. they they, uh, they they frown upon them. Or like That's a Johnny Manziel special. Yeah, or like when you're playing, like you're shooting from the hip in Call of Duty. Yeah, like you're not really aiming down the sights. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I so digress. my Go second on. one was uh, the terrorist timer. I thought it was a little ridiculous that he said it for like two weeks. <laughs> like when you said a terrorist timer, yeah. like normally you said it for like two days, so that yeah. it's like impending danger. He said it for like. I think the time said like 2000 hours or yeah. something, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. It was like a very ridiculous. Now, I know that it plays into something about they needed to get their money from the people that paid him to do it. And they got yeah. screwed out of the money. There was a plot that they didn't really do a good job of explaining. It's, and it doesn't even matter. Like, it doesn't so, matter. But yeah. I thought that it was it was a little funny yeah. that it was like one of the longest that's, timers. Yeah, that's never been done before. Of the, a disaster the, the plot. Two, the 2000 hour right. the countdown. It was kind of funny. Yeah. So it was like a, a week and a half before the bomb goes <laughs> off. So it's like, they're probably going to find you, bro. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the voice changing chip, I thought, was kind of ridiculous. And I wish that it had played a bigger part into the movie. Like there right. was one point where it like malfunctioned for a second. Yes. And like at first I thought, well, how the hell are they going to, you know, address this thing? Right. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, what about your voice? And they yeah. clearly had Cage talking, and it was Travolta's voice as a voiceover. Yes. But they said, oh, there's this chip in your throat that I've modulated it. Here, say this, say these words. Man, science at the Walsh Center. I That's what you. I mean. The like Walsh the, Walsh, the, the Walsh Institute. Yeah. You know, like, the Walsh Center does not sound as, like, prestigious as yeah. the Walsh Institute. The Institute. <laughs> like, we should have we got the Walsh yeah. Institute to, to sponsor this episode here. <laughs> no, I, I get it. There was a perfect opportunity during the prison scene when he's fighting Frank Spotka. Yeah. Um. That like he if he got punched in the he throat. could have got punched in the throat and it could have messed his voice changer up and then he had to talk to Pollock straight away, but they refused to do that. I guess the movie was long enough; they didn't need more time. That's that's another yeah. thing. I didn't put it on this list, but two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, it's it's kind of it was kind of long. Well, they needed time to set the characters up, and I, I respect them for it. So I'm, I'm okay. I was okay with it. Let me jump to my last two here real quick. So the the yeah. other one was you know you kind of already alluded to this. Everybody shooting at each other and hitting nobody. Yeah. Um. You know, and then in the end, when they're standing there and they're playing the, the Mexican standoff where everybody, there's oh, like, yeah. there's 12 people in yes. a room and they all have their <laughs> guns pointed at each other, like a different person, and nobody pulled the trigger. Yeah, there was, yeah, there was literally, everyone was pointing at someone different. Now, somebody's going to get nervous and pull the trigger. Right, yeah. So it's, it's got to be a henchman. That's right? what I mean. It's like, be a henchman. It's going to be somebody. Yeah. Who told you to shoot? Nobody told you to shoot. The guy's going to shoot. I don't know where it was. Chibs in there? Chibs yeah, from Chibs Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, like, Chibs was in there. He had the skinniest neck yeah. I ever saw in my life. Still had a scar, though. And then my last one was adopting the kid in the end. Oh, Adam. Adopting Adam the Troy. illegitimate son yeah. of Castro Troy. Now, let me tell you something about this. Yeah. Let me just spit some truth here <laughs> to Scene Archer. He, this dude is in for trouble, man. He adopted like clearly a psychopath's half yes. child yes. or what, or not a half child is his actual full child, child, full yeah. child with him and Gina Gershon. This kid has psychotics built into his DNA. Yeah. Now maybe you could say this is nature versus nurture. Yeah. He's this already dude's going to re- he's going to grow up. Yeah. He grew up in Nick Cassavetti's house watching all this like destruction and murder. Yeah. He's going to steal Sean Archer's car one day. He's going to steal his badge, maybe break into work. This kid has, maybe we can get face off too. And oh, he's yeah. actually in it. Caster Troy breaks up, wait, wakes up, gets older, his son, and steals all his dad's stuff. <laughs> and then he steals his dad's face and he becomes, you know, an old man. I yes. don't know. See, see, we could go face off to colon even facier even- <laughs> because it's, it works double because John Travolta's face is going to be a lot bigger now than it was back then. So it's more face. 
and then they're going to do a face-off again. But I feel like we could spend an entire episode on the psychological damage done to, to uh, Sean Archer about his son dying, right? Oh, absolutely. So there's a lot of transference going on here between the son Adam and his, and his former child Michael, who was murdered on the opening scene. So they're the same age. When he first meets the kid in Gina Gershon's condo, like he like hugs him and goes nuts. It's like, oh, oh, Michael, Michael, Michael. And Gina Gershaw's looking at him like he's like, what the hell's weird with you? Right? So, <laughs> and then he brings the kid home, not even asking his wife. He brings the kid out. And he's like, can we adopt him? And he can't say no. The kid's yeah, like right the there. Kid's there. Yeah. So I feel like, and this is like this, a ballsy move. This is like a, like a day later after the credits roll. I feel like he asks his wife, like, can we change his name back to Michael? And that's like so weird. And that's going to mess the kid up, but he's going to want the kid to is be it, his son, Michael. Like he treated it like he was adopting a dog. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, when get you, a go, new one. you get the dog let's from like, the one. pet store. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, like the dog was a rescue. His name was, uh, I don't know, Chops. Yeah. And you name him to, yep. to Spike. And the kid is going to be resented because he's not Michael. So every time the kid does something bad, innocent as it may be, Travolta Archer might be hard on him. And it's not fair. And that might turn it more into the Castro Troy seed that he actually is. And I feel like Travolta himself is probably effed up in the head from the experience of looking like your arch enemy. Yes. As we saw when he looked in the mirror. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those situations. When that kid grows up and looks like Castro Troy, it's going to be nuts. That's what I mean. It's going to mess him up. It's It's going to be a mind ass. Oh, yeah. Not a good, not a good idea. So enough of these. Let's jump into the procedure. We spent a lot of time kind of setting you up, but we needed to get that out of the way, as you said earlier. Yeah. Let's jump into this procedure here. The meat and the potatoes. Let's talk about, let's talk about the logistics of this procedure. Uh, I know we kind (laughs) of talked about it being ridiculous, but I want to ask you like some, some actual things. It was described by Calm Fiore. Yes. Dr. Whatever from the Institute of something. Dr. Walsh. Dr. Walsh Walsh Institute. His name is on the building. He's a big shot doctor. Dr. Big Shot Walsh from the Walsh Institute. Doesn't share his secrets with anyone. He's the only one that knows how to do the surgery. He he said, hey, this is a temporary trade, bro. This is, we've got these (laughs) new. He said, bro. (laughs) He said, bro. We've got these new anti-inflammatories. Healing takes days, not weeks. (laughs) They show him putting the ear together, right? Yeah, and he's like, the guy lost his ear, so he 3D printed an ear before 3D printing was a thing. <laughs> and he's he's putting this ear together, and he's like lasering it on this guy. And he says, healing takes days, not weeks. We're going to do skin pigment alteration. Your eyes are almost identical. Your skin is almost identical. We're going to use laser shears for your hairline because... Travolta had better hair than Cage in this, which is a whole nother episode that we could talk about. Yeah. We're going to give you micro plugs for body hair because Cage is kind of a, a wolf. Yeah, he is. And then we're going to do that abdominoplasty for those love handles, fatty. <laughs> it, was like, it was so condescending when he said that. It was like, what, what the yeah, hell, Dr. Walsh? He called him fatty. And uh, he said, oh, it's a state-of-the-art facility. Now, how the hell did this guy come up with this thing? And who else knows about this? Well, we're led to believe that no one knows about this procedure. It's very top secret. It's very off the books, right? They said it was like a black site, like that prison. Yes. Like we said earlier, there has been no, probably no actual testing on this done. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they tested on somebody. They did a pretty damn good job of lining the face up. I mean, that plastic was built like a Halloween mask. Yeah, it did look very... It does look very uh, it's the exact, cutting edge to me. Exact bone structure yes. of, of his face yeah, on all your, your face. Your, all your muscles, your, your, your twitches, your sensors, it's all done. Now, let, let, me, let me call BS real quick. Let me, let me say this is a BS right here real quick. That's a BS. Yes. <laughs> Miss BS. Almost the same. Their eyes are almost the same. Their height is basically the same. Skin pigment. Now, you're going to infiltrate a prison and try to talk... Castro Troy's brother is his biological brother. I'm your brother, right? They spent every day together. As they said, they hand feeded the pills to him, right? He's going to know something's up and he kind of does already. Doesn't he? Well, he comes into the prison and he, he looks a little, a little kind of weird and he plays it off as, Hey man, they gave me shock therapy. I'm a little, I'm a little burnt out right now. I got a little bit of a memory loss. I got a buzz. You know, the shock therapy really messed me up, man. And it's like, that's the other thing too. So when CCH Pounder comes in and Great says, name. "You got to do this. You got to you got to do this thing. Yeah. You've got to do it. You're the only one. You know him. You yeah. know him so much better than everybody else. We got to <laughs> get you. You're the only one for this job." Yep. She's so convincing, damn it. She gets in there and she tells him this. It's like they acted like he literally had been studying his body language. Yeah. So I thought, "Man, he's going to be able to pull this off." A you lot know? of face-to-face time with him, right? 
I know part of the part of the movie is the struggle of him trying to fit into this yeah. new body or new new face, excuse me, because he's yeah. got his own body. Same body. As his wife didn't really realize. Yeah. Which we'll get into later. Oh. But let me say this. He's in the prison. Dude, he was he was like a fish out of water, man. Oh yeah. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. Well, it took him getting punched in the face a few times to like fully get it, to get into to get crazy. Catch Troy, but now I just thought of this. Doesn't this remind you of Team America? Yes, it does. So he's got to act. So that they had they hired the actor to infiltrate the uh, the Afghanistan uh, yeah. whatever the Taliban or whatever, right? Gary, <laughs> that was pretty good. Gary Johnston, <laughs> that's pretty good. So shouldn't they have hired an actor and not Sean Archer? Like I like, <laughs> like I know like he actor? knows him. I know he knows him, right? But he could have schooled him on on everything. Like he did. find like yeah. the real Jared Leto. Can we get an actor in there to instead of Travolta? Because Travolta's not an actor. He's not even an undercover agent. He's a CIA like higher up uh, executive. Like, he was like an office guy, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. So I mean, obviously he has the skills with the uh, well, not really the skills. He misses missed him a lot of times. He's shooting him, but this is not a job for a guy who doesn't even have undercover knowledge. Yeah, get an actor true. in there. It's true. Yeah. And, and and that's the thing. So he, he they say you're the only dude for the job. You're the only yeah. one we can trust. And he reluctantly, like you said at the beginning of the show, isn't there another way? It's too risky. I mean, it's kind of risky. Evacuate like, the city. Even I feel like evacuate the city is a better step well, they, than switch faces. They kind of said that, and then they said, "Nah, there's no way that people will believe us that we can't really do it." You know, and I think that was just you got, you got to incorporate martial law or something. Like, I don't know how you people feel about martial law, but get the people out. There's a bomb somewhere in the city. I don't know. So back to the procedure, back to the surgery. They take his they take his face off. Right. I mean, yep. let's the title of the movie. They said it 100 times in the movie. They say it. We're saying it a lot. They take it's just his catchy. they literally take his face off with a laser. Yeah. And he like it's really the skin that's it. And they put they put Travolta's face in like a cup of water. <laughs> you know what that is? You know what they did? Like I know that this is the uh, the Institute of Science here, yeah. but like, do you ever stay over somebody's house and uh, they tell you never to do this? Uh-huh. Now, I've done it once. Yeah, it's like, oh man, I I don't have anywhere to put my contacts. Yeah, it's like, do not put your contacts in a cup of water. It, yeah, right. You will lose your eyes. Yes, let me tell you, it's like. They took that face and they put it in a cup of water. They put it in a cup of water. It's like, is that disinfected? It properly? was distilled. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> it was distilled water. Yeah. That's right. No, so they put it in this water cup and Cage is in this coma, which they led you to believe that he was dead. Yeah. Right. And I thought that was an assumption because it's like, oh, we got him. It's over. He's yeah. done. I didn't think he died from that. Me either. So, like, he, appara- so in the airplane seed, he gets shot, like, from, like, I don't, for lack of a better word, uh, an airplane propeller. It was the, like the jet turbine. Uh, yeah, jet turbine. And he was shot backwards into a cage. Uh, no pun intended. So, and he was knocked out. I assumed he was knocked out also. I didn't think he was dead when I first saw him. He it. got caged. He got caged. So then, yeah, he's in the hospital bed and he's in a coma. Now, step number one, put some handcuffs on the guy. Coma or not, handcuff him to that bed. Absolutely. Part two, get a guard there. He is a terrorist of... Epic proportions, number one on the America's Most Wanted list. They don't even have a guard there, so we, of course he wakes up in the middle of the night. This is the Institute, my friend. They yes. don't have rooms for petty guards in this place. <laughs> well, then get some handcuffs. This is a place of science. Or put him in a locked room, something. He's out in the open. Yeah, no, you're right. They should have at yeah. least locked the door. I mean, lock the door, damn yeah. it. So he wakes up, smoking it all in his skinless face. That was that was awesome. Kidna- was, yeah, it was such great. a good scene. Yeah, it was a great scene. Kidnap the doctor. Hey, doc, put his face on my face. Do this for me, please. <laughs> he was like totally against it. Now, they woke him up. He was in his pajamas. Now this is a this is a would you do this situation? Now if you were the doctor, if you're if you're Doctor Walsh, right, and you get kidnapped by the terrorists and you they make you perform surgery or they're going to kill you. You know they're going to kill you anyway, right? Absolutely. So why do you do it? Just take just take one for the team, right? <laughs> just, I know, just I know you're scared. I know you're scared. But you know for a fact you're going to die no matter what happens. This is it. This is it for me. Just go down fighting. Be a man. Can you be a man, Dr. Walsh? I mean, not only did he kill the doctor, he killed yeah. everybody that knew about the procedure. Oh, yeah. Burn the files. And, and I love, like, to jump ahead to the, to the prison scene here for a second. You know, Travolta... Travolta's character, Sean Archer, is yes. Cage, right, at this point. Yeah, right. I, I know this is very confusing, and it's, yeah. it's hard to explain, right? You get it. You get it. But Nicolas Cage, the actor, is in the, is in the prison. Yes. 
And he's like, his whole mission is to get in there and find out where this bomb is. Get it, get it right? out. Yeah. And, and, you know, as somebody who never really saw this movie fully through, I never knew like what the end game was. I kind of thought seeing it in the beginning, uh-huh. oh, it's about this bomb. They're going to, the whole movie is going to be about him trying to disarm this bomb, going to figure out what's going on, you yep. know, blah, blah, blah. He finds out where the bomb is, like in the first like oh, half yeah. hour of of the movie, right? Or I guess it's further than no, that. His first conversation with Pollux, he finds the bomb. He talks to Pollux, and he's like, "Yeah, man, that bomb plot was so great. Like he was so obvious yeah. about. Oh yeah, Pollux knew that he was kind of weird. It's like a bad undercover cop would would do. Only but Pollux he, didn't get it because it's such a it's a mind it's a mind to see your brother. There's no way you're gonna think that's not my brother because you don't know this technology exists. Right, right. It's, it's confined within the walls of the Walsh Institute. But I love the fact that he like he found out where the bomb was. He just told him, and yeah. he was like immediately yeah. like, "You're pathetic." He sh- see again. That You're is pathetic. a that is an untrained undercover cop right there. He should have kept it going a little bit longer. This is why he was free. They joke about you know the office jockeys yeah. going into the field. You know what I mean? Yep. He's got no experience. Yeah, he's a he's a manager for all intents and purposes. He I don't acts know his like, rank, but he has like a cushy office, right? He tells people what to do. He doesn't go out there on the field that often, except when to catch Castro Troy. It was only supposed to be a few days. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. the other thing. It was only supposed to be a few days. Well, yeah. Unlucky for, for uh, Travolta or, or for Sean Archer, as he was getting information, probably simultaneously, was when Castro Troy did wake up and just kill everyone, whoever knew about the switch. So now it's the classic misunderstanding of no one will believe you. Hey, I'm Sean Archer says the guy in Castro Troy's body. Who's going to believe you? No one. No one's going to believe you. But don't you think he should have got ahead of it? Right? So here's yeah. his mistake. And let me break this down for a second. He's in the prison. His yes. brother's there. Rather than acting cocky and saying, oh, you're pathetic. Yeah. You're pathetic. <laughs> rubbed it in his face like right away. He rubbed away. it in his face right away because he, 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 huh, he spits on the face yes. of the criminals. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. So much better. He, he didn't get into character. That's his problem. And then you got Castro Troy in John Travolta's face. Yes. He's wearing his face. Yes. He went full in. He went all in and he played the part. And that's the problem when, you know, Sean Archer has Caster Troy's face. I'm, I'm stumbling on the words here because I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of everything. I need like a chart in front of me. He's got his face. He goes right away and yeah. starts taking this thing. He's like, he's acting like the FBI agent. Yeah. Now, don't you think... Sean Archer, I had a, I had a pause here for a second. I can't even think. Don't you think Sean Archer should have went to all the criminals and tried to get some buy-in so that when, you know, he finds this out, uh-huh. they're like, you really going to believe this FBI agent that's coming in here acting crazy? He's trying to act yeah. like me. Come on now. Yeah. Like, he's just trying to yeah. mess with he you. He could have used it against him, but he, no, he didn't. He, he should have. He already played that he card. He got too cocky. Yeah, he already played that and card. And like I said, he, he spit on the face yep. of Caster's brother. And that leads me back to my point where they should have hired an actor, should not have never done. Well, if they hired an actor, he never, then Castro Troy never would have gotten the FBI agent's face. So that adds to that. This is a tough movie to break down. I don't want to go plot by plot. So let's just jump into a couple of things. I know we're getting pretty far into the show here. Let's jump into the character analysis because I think that'll help us. Before, before we move on, I have one more point on this whole identity thing. There's a foolproof way to stop this. And every movie is guilty of this where only a couple people know that the guy's undercover and somewhere along the way, yeah. all the information gets compromised and no one knows you're undercover anymore. This is, the, this is the ultimate extreme example in this movie. All you have to do is get some paperwork and put it in a safe somewhere yeah. so you can explain yourself if you're alone on an island as the undercover guy and nobody's going to believe you. So They, they could have used the zip yeah. drive that they had. It's like in, um, in Departed. They, the uh, Wahlberg threads that all the time on DiCaprio's like, character. I got a file. Hey, oh, we'll delete your file, buddy. You, nobody knows that. We'll think they'll, they'll think you're a criminal. Then you're in, uh, you're in a uh, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yeah. Jack, you're in Jack Nicholson's. <laughs> Jack Nicholas Cage's. Yeah, a gag forever. All you have to do is like get some files, and just have it like so. Just foolproof that stuff, man. Foolproof it. If he'd have handled it, it like the Terminator, he'd have had detailed files. Yeah, get some detailed files. Put it in a safe. As a, just in case weird shit happens and everyone dies. Having, no. having said that, though, I know I feel like we're being a little harsh, but I love this movie. Uh, Can I tell you I loved it? Yeah, no, it's not It's not a knock on the movie. It's just a movie trope of all movies that do oh, these I types agree. of hidden identity things. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did because I had never seen it all the way through. Yeah. But I did like it. Oh, yeah. It's a great movie. It's 
tops. It's a top five entertaining Nick Cage movie of all time. I would go as far to say it's his best acting job besides leaving Las Vegas, which he won an Oscar well, for. Well, we'll have to go through his IMDb page at the end and we'll have to, we'll have to talk about that. But let's jump into Sean Archer right. real quick. I know we talked mostly about him. I just had a couple points. Character analysis. The let's first go. thing I wanted to ask you is, so just to summarize, he's a tortured FBI agent who lost his son and then neglected his family. Oh, yeah. Developed an unhealthy obsession with catching his son's murderer. Look, poor Eve. Look, she's she's a hot little number. She's <laughs> older. She's older than you'd expect. She, right. You know, when they talk about his wife, like I, I like I said, I had never seen this all the way through. Yeah. I didn't expect her to be like Look, that much older than him. She's she's got a secret, all right? She's got a secret. She's she got a secret. She's got a secret, right? She's dressed up in the business suit. Look. It's like Jamie Lee Curtis and True she, Lies. She's begging to bring out the sexy, but Travolta or Sean Archer is such a lump. That like like she he can't get it out of her just because it's years and years of neglect. They read of, the diary. They yes. said it's been two months since we made love. And I doubt I, I don't even what what date what date was that diary from? Right, that's true. That's it true. was it was more than two years. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like that month yeah. or that night. Now I know it's a tragic case. You lose your son, especially in that way where he was murdered senselessly when the bullet was meant for Travolta. Yeah. So I, that, that, there's a lot going on there, but you have to you have to. You have to be the strong one to pick the pieces of the family up. You know what I mean? You have to. What was that face stroking move that he did? <laughs> you just got to spring that question I'm on sorry. me. <laughs> what the hell was that? So that was like his, his thing, right? And so, is, that, know, is it sign language or you, no? You know what People that know sign language, please tell me if the face stroking move and face off is sign language. <laughs> all, all I'll say is, let me tell you this. I'm so glad that we're not the only people that knew about this because... <laughs> You know, the first thing we did when we prepare for these episodes is, you know, you got to look on the internet, see what other people are saying about it. Yeah. What it, You try to Google whether it was, you know, sign language, right? Yeah. I, I Googled, all I Googled was face off, face touch move. And it and came like, up with face yeah. stroking. And there's almost an exact uh, title of that Google search as a YouTube video where they supercut all the face touches that Travolta does. It's really, really, really weird. I just think that it's such a weird thing. And like, he does it as Nick Cage to the other son. And yeah. if I was like Gina Gershon, I'd be like, what the hell are so you weird. doing? So weird. That's such a weird And then thing. the daughter does it at the end too. And the kid's like, he's unfazed by it. He's probably, he looks nonplus. I just, <laughs> I didn't mean to like bust you with that, but I just didn't know what no, the hell that was. It's creepy. It's weird. I, I know it's the families have their own things. I get that, but I, I can't get on board with it. If I'm Adam Troy, I'm like, could you stop touching my face, please? <laughs> The other thing that I would ask you about him is, you know, we said it's been a while for him and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, that would maybe explain why she didn't recognize uh, a little, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm that's, trying to think of the words right here, but uh, I'll just leave it at that. That's the first thing. When, I, when they did the face swap and then when Troy woke up and got Archer's face, went home to his wife and... He immediately turned the sex on, right? He was like, like, he was hitting on her left and right. But let me ask you about this. Making her feel like a woman. Without, without getting too, you know, too grimy here. Yeah. Was he into it because, you know, I, I think there's a combination of factors, right? He's yeah. like, I can't wait to, to, you know, basically bang my arch nemesis's wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of like an F you. Yeah. That was like, that was the main goal of it. I don't think he was sexually attracted to his wife. But what if it was like, he, he never really can get women like that because they're regular, yeah. like nice. Well, women. yeah, she's he's, very buttoned up. She's very proper. She's, she's a doctor. He's from the criminal yeah, underworld. He's sleaze. He's a sleaze. He's used, he's used to sleazy women. So yeah, that definitely interested him. But as far as like, he's, he's used to a very, loose women so to speak right <laughs> you like the word loose women yeah like like yeah. the ones that are just it's not as it's not as much of a challenge yeah right it's not a challenge yeah, they're begging to be with him like they're they're basically he's, he's basically begging pros let's be honest that's what i mean and yeah and look they they couldn't obviously show the love scene in this i mean yeah, i know you wanted it we got we gotta listen you gotta have a love scene to, to just show it you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. to just show that they're in love yeah you know so to speak but uh let me, <laughs> let me say this <laughs> And they didn't show it because, you know, it's kind of controversial. It's, yeah. it's, I don't want to, you know, it's, it's kind of assault at that point. Right? Yeah, it is assault because he's portraying himself as someone else. The, the, like, it's kind of a trick. So it's pretty bad. Yeah. And you know that he wanted that daughter. Oh yeah. That was such an uncomfortable it scene. It was so creep. Where creep he walked mode. in the bedroom and the daughter's in her underwear. The daughter's like probably 17. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's very, and like, 
first of all, like he almost had like he almost like faded when he saw yeah, her he was the like, first time. Mm. Right. He bit his thumb. They reached over, grabbed the cigarettes. Very uncomfortable scene. Very uncomfortable. It was so, you know yeah. that he was like trying to think about like, how can I get away yeah. with this without getting yeah. away with it? Because the, the, And it's not even about that. It's about wanting to, to get one over on Sean Archer. So, right, right. Yeah. So that was another. Very interesting dynamic. The sexual <laughs> tension that the Castro Troy character puts on the entire movie. So I know we were talking about Sean Archer, but we kind of were talking about Castro Troy too. So without jumping to the next topic, let's continue some of these Castro Troy comments because like, you know, obviously he's a terrorist. Yeah. He's a murderer. Yes. He's a sexual predator. Sexual predator, as we obviously. Were alluding yeah. to. I feel like he is very specific. Like, like he, he, he talks about, I could eat a peach for hours now. That's, that was. Come on, that's <laughs> disgusting. Like for real, like to be a pig about it. And uh, he wants people to suck his tongue. Like the flight attendant? Yes. He says that a couple times. Now, like, I feel like, lack of a better term, regular porn doesn't do it for this guy. Oh, right? yeah, this guy. Like, to, say it, to say it lightly. He's got to dial it up. Yeah. He may be, he may not be above child molestation. He may not be above sexual assault, rapes. Like, this guy is the scum of the earth. Like, when you're a terrorist and you're ready to blow up the LA Convention Center. Oh, he's a bad all dude. All bets are off. I think he's a sex addict. He's definitely a sex addict. <laughs> no, yeah. he definitely is. Yeah. He's definitely a terrorist. <laughs> mass murderer. He's not a serial killer. There's a difference. He's a mass murderer. Yes. Yes. Antisocial. He has bad hair. His breast stinks. <laughs> <laughs> His belly sticks out too far. His favorite team is probably the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The list goes on, right? I agree. He's got a brother. His brother is kind of this savant. What do you think about the name Pollux? Is it with an X or is it oh, a CKS? You know what? It's um, Castor and Pollux. I think they're combined somehow. I think they are... Uh, is it like biblical characters? Yeah, something? they're either biblical characters or they're uh, ph- philosophizers or something uh, like that. I didn't... See, I never knew that. I, I knew there's probably some significance yeah. to, the, to the names, but I didn't really know. But his brother is like kind of the brains behind the operation. And it seems like, you know, this dude, he designed the bomb that went to the L.A. Convention Center. Yes. He was the one that was kind of behind everything. So, you know, Castor is, is the muscle, so to speak. And he, he's the master planner himself, too. But he's got his brother. His brother supports him with yes. the bad guy briefcase. Yes. Which is clearly like, you know, every, every terrorist needs a toolbox. Oh, the, the, God, I love the briefcase. It's lined with red, red velour. He's got some chiclets in there, some blue pills, which may or may not be Viagra. He's got, <laughs> this was pre-Viagra. The, the, he's, a, he's a trendsetter, man. Yeah. He's, it's set in the future, right? Actually, it was before it was FDA approved. Yeah. He got the, he's got the preview pills. He was on the preview. He was, yeah. he was yeah. at the Institute, yeah. you know? Yeah. He's got a golden M1911s. Oh, he's got a couple I, of joints. Can I say? Coolest guns of all time. They were pretty awesome. Coolest guns. They had two of them. He had two of them. Dragons on them. Yeah. Golden dragon money clip. Oh, He's also got a blue bottle, which God knows what the hell is in that. Yeah, there's a pill bottle that who knows. How much money was in that money clip? I feel like it was $5,000 worth of $100 bills. Were they counterfeits or real? Or was it like my cousin Vinny where there was a hundred and there was re- oh, the rest were it's all singles. Under, it was singles underneath it. Oh my God. Well, let me tell you something. You could have bought this if we saw it on MoviePropStore.com. Oh, MoviePropStore.com actually has a rep. Was it a replica or was it the real thing? It, it was the real thing. Oh, God. But it had specific export laws that you couldn't export it outside of the United Kingdom. Oh, that's messed up. I don't get it. How much would you pay for this box? Say, say the guns were real. Well, if we're counting the money, you know, it's got to be at least whatever the money's worth, right? So if there's $5,000 of money in there, it's, it's got to <laughs> so be at real. least. <laughs> I'm going to treat the money like it's real. No, no, I, I would say at least 500 bucks. Oh, man. I'll get you that for your birthday next year. If, if I got that for my birthday, could you imagine it would be, if I, it'll be it for birthdays? Like, could you imagine if I rolled up to your house and I gave you that for your birthday? Oh, You'd be God. like, what the hell is this? And, and then you, you opened you presented it. presented it to me. Like you, like you gave it to me. You handed <laughs> like it to Pollock's me. Like Pollux did. Like Pollux did. And uh, Nick Cassavetes, bald, bald Cassavetes yeah. did. I will, I will stock it with like literal, like fresh chiclets. <laughs> so that way you can just grab a, a grab a joint, grab a chiclet. With joints? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the real joints. <laughs> Not real ones. I'll get a drug test next yeah. day. No, actually, I just looked it up, by the way. Um, Castor and Pollux are uh, are twin brothers in uh, Greek and Roman mythology. Okay, so that's what it is. That's what, that's what, the, that's what it is. So their All parents right. were big on the mythology. So this is, this is a deep movie here. This is very deep. Do you think they killed their parents? I, I think they might have. I think that feels like, I feel like that's a thing that they did. Maybe, maybe Pollux didn't 
but Cage probably did and yes. told Pollux that they died in a car accident. At a very young age. That's what I mean, like that kind of thing. They look like the age difference was pretty significant. I, I want to say maybe eight to ten years. Cage is the elder. Yeah, I agree. So as we start to wind this down, I mean, we said it before, it's kind of hard to talk about the plot of this movie because it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, it's a character movie. And also, obviously, the surgery is, is the focal point of the movie yeah. as well. And, yeah. and I feel like it's more about the acting and the characters. Yeah. But um, one, before, before we you know, wrap up, I just want to say I really love the prison scene. We kind of talked about it a little bit. Yeah. But I would love to see a spinoff. Oh. You know, I don't know what the hell you would call it yeah. of this prison and kind of what goes on the head that like the magnetic boots. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. It was such a cool idea. And they're like, basically, he escapes and finds out he's on an oil rig, you know, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Like, I, I just really thought that I wish that that was more of a plot point than just yeah. a place that well, they were. They didn't have the time, obviously. But yeah, if there was a movie that was set entirely in this prison, I feel like they could. They could get a lot of legs out of this. I feel like the escape was rushed, obviously. Yeah. Like, it was one of my top five most ridiculous things was the escape. It, it was way too easy. Like, if, if there was a whole movie um, or... Or if there was a season of Prison Break, <laughs> on they, that were, prison? they were in this prison. That's what they should do. By the, the way, they are doing a reboot of that show. I'm in. So if they put that reboot and put it in this magnetic boot prison, I thought it was a little too easy for him to do roundhouse kicks with that boot, honestly. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. I don't think Sean Archer is that athletic of a guy, honestly. Right. He to had the love handles. Yeah, I mean, to be doing the kicks. Just because you give a guy a liposuction doesn't yeah. mean that you could play basketball like LeBron James or they you lasered run off, like Carl Lewis. Yeah. Lasered off those love handles. Yeah, right. That, that, that doesn't automatically make you a world-class athlete. Yeah, I just, I would love to see a spinoff of, oh, this, yeah. of this prison. Yeah, and the, the whole shock therapy thing going on. There's a lot going on in this prison here. Not technically legal. They say the prison's off the books, It was too. like a black site. Yeah. I loved it. That's a great, that's, that's, it's a great setting. The other thing too, real quick, the other ones was the church scene, the church shoot up, ah, which yes. reminded me so much of Medellin. I know we said we wouldn't talk about Entourage, but we always got to talk about <laughs> Entourage. Bring it up. You know, the doves. I was thinking in my head like, all right, this is a little too much here. The doves <laughs> kept flying and they it's kept- John Woo special. But they kept showing like Jesus and I yeah. didn't like, it's not like a Superman where there's like the allusions to Jesus. It was so weird to me that they just kept showing the cross. Well, and then, uh, and then Travolta did a crucifixion mock with, yeah. his, with his own body. And then, like, we talked about the the the, the six-way six Mexican standoff earlier. Is it the move to just shoot and duck? Yeah, I mean... Shoot and duck. And that's the right? other thing, too, when the daughter stabbed Castor Troy in the yeah. leg and yeah. twisted, he had the gun to her head. Yes. I'm telling you, like, he he didn't die when she stabbed him. Yeah. He would have accidentally pulled the trigger. Yeah, even oh, yeah, if he didn't out, of, out of shock. Like, yeah. And Wouldn't also, that be an ending? The classic scene where they lose the guns and the daughter picks one up and she doesn't know which one to shoot. Oh, God. Lose your eyes. I'm your father. And he goes, listen to my voice. Oh, you're, I'm your daughter. I'm your father. See, daughter. that's where the voice changer, yeah. man. Like the voice. No, like, but at that point, his voice had been hit. But that's what I'm saying. So he was. He sounded they like himself. Should, they should have used that more yeah. in the movie. Like it could have been. It could have been like a big problem. Like it kept malfunctioning. It's like, oh, oh my yeah. God, how am I going to deal with this? Yeah. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. And then obviously the boat scene, the speedboat getaway. That was awesome. Oh, so good. Take, take away all the, the, the terrible explosions. When you have a speedboat chase, there's nothing better. I loved how, now this is moviemistakes.com, probably all over this one, how he's on the side of the boat on the anchor and he's like getting dragged through the water, right? Yeah. So when they get on shore finally, he's totally dry, clear and dry. His suit is not wet at any stretch. His hair is even dry. And a lot of the stunt work in this entire movie, not just the scene, but everywhere, like they, they couldn't have gotten more stuntmen for this movie, right? It, yeah. And when you say worse, I mean, they did a good job, but you're yeah. saying like Looking. literal look. Yeah. Like people are flying and their hair is flopping in the wind. I'm pretty Both sure of these men do not have hair that flops. I'm pretty sure the one guy had a ponytail yeah. too, as he was jumping off, off yeah. of the pier. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you just saw the ponytail flying. Maybe yeah. Terry Silver was in there. It was like an orgasmo level of, uh. Yeah. Of, of stuntmen. My obviously. favorite part of Orgasmo is when they punch around Jeremy in the face yeah. and it's a clay pot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's blatantly, or the dollhouse, yeah. like the dollhouse explodes. Oh yeah. But uh, I digress. To, to wrap it up here, let, let's end with talking about the performances. We got a few minutes left. Yes. Who do you think did a better job? Nick Cage portraying John Travolta's character? Yes. Or? Castor Troy becoming, or uh, I'm sorry, Nick Cage acting like Sean Archer. Yes. Or John Travolta acting like Castor Troy. Who do you think did a better job? See, here's the thing. First of all, Cage is a better actor than Travolta overall. Yes. That's, I feel, fairly undebatable, right? Second of all, the Cage role is a meteor role. Uh, like, not meteor as a meteorite. 
meatier as in meatier. You, you bite your teeth into it. Um, so I feel like they they cast it on purpose to have uh, Cage do initially Troy and then into Archer in the bad guy's body because he did a great job of showing the duality of the role. Like he was struggling yeah. being the guy that he hates and trying to act like him. There was a emotional struggle. You could see it in his eyes when he sees himself in the mirror, when he's beating a guy almost to death in, in the prison. You can see the conflict in his eyes and him trying to also know he has to put this face on. I agree. And Travolta, he all he had to do was be a lump when he was himself, when he was Sean Archer. And then when he became the bad guy, all he did was like turn it up to 11 and become this psycho, almost a Joker level type psycho. And that's what we were talking about before we started recording the show. I felt like Cage's character was so crazy that you could have pretty much casted anybody to act like a crazy guy. Yeah. And, you know, I guess we can't really do a recast with this because who would we pick? We'd pick the same people we always pick, Christian Bale and Jared Leto, because Jared Leto. they're the two best actors. Yeah. But tell me you wouldn't watch a movie face off, oh, yeah. like a remake of this Absolutely. with Jared Leto and Christian Bale. Absolutely. That would be an awesome movie. Yeah. But as far as what we talked about, his all-time best roles, I mean, this is up there. I know it's a ridiculous movie and it's, and it's well-received by critics and fans alike. It's just, it's such a ridiculous plot. A lot of people brush it off to the side for it being so crazy and stupid, but it really is one of his best acting jobs of all time. And you, I know you have questions about Travolta's acting in this movie. I thought he was better than, than, than you gave him credit no, for. He, he's, he's not bad. Yeah. He, he's all right. Yeah. But this is like a top five cage performance, maybe even top three. I mean, what are we talking about? We're talking about leaving Las Vegas. Um, we're talking about the Wicker Man. We're talking about the Wicker Man. We're not talking about the Wicker Man. <laughs> eight millimeter was another one of his great acting jobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've never actually seen eight millimeter. Oh, Did you know that? You got to get on eight millimeter. I got it's on Netflix, isn't it's, it? It's it's uncomfortable. It's I should un- watch it's that. It's an uncomfortable movie. And this is right up there. This is one of them. I, I'm leaving out a lot of them. Fam- um, uh, family Man. He was really good at that too. People uh, won't the, give- uh, not the Family Man. The Weather Man. Oh, I never really saw good that the Weather one. Man, and it was really much him being a mope the whole time. But it was he was really. What good about at adaptation? It. He's in that too, right? Yeah, but I don't like. I that never saw so that much. one, but he, it's well acted. But I wasn't a fan of it. See, I never saw. I never saw some of those. But the one that I would say that he doesn't get the credit for, and I'll be honest, we talked about this one on the show. Yeah, Bad Lieutenant. Oh yeah, Left he that actually out. is really good in it. But the movie is ridiculous on purpose, and he does a really good job of it. But it's kind of past the post. Like, how do I say it? The post kind of crazy cage where the people cage don't take him seriously. Like maybe National Treasure was like his last like serious movie where yeah. he wasn't like ridiculous. Yeah, and he wasn't that good in that movie. That movie is good, but right. he's forgettable in the movie. He's a it guy. Could have, it could have been anybody. That, that like yeah. they didn't use his powers. Like right. part of his powers yes. is the ability to act ridiculous. Yeah, let him become unhinged. Exactly. Yes. And and you know you think about the movie or the video of Nick Cage losing his shit. Yeah. That's that's what he does, yeah. and he's good at it. Yeah, and especially in this movie, there were a ton of quote unquote Nick Cage faces in this movie. There's of, so many memes. A lot of this. opportunities for him to just be nuts because he's slowly turning himself insane, being this evil guy that is his nemesis and the murderer of his son. If you think about the like the type of mind frame he had to be in to be in this role, like he's a he's a professional at this point. And he takes all of his movies seriously. I know a lot Definitely. of his movies are crap, but he as as a as a legitimate actor who takes himself seriously, I'm sure that this was a lot of work for him. And I gotta give him credit. Kudos to him. Speaking of kudos. Yes. Just want to leave us out here with an iTunes review. Oh. Want to say thank you to everybody that has left us a review. We really appreciate it. And we're going to be reading them on the air as you guys leave them. Much appreciated. This one comes to us from username Kate has more guns. Kate has more guns. (laughs) And I noticed, you know, back when we did Bauer Hour, this person also left us a a review on Bauer Hour too. So thank you. Kate has more guns. Thank you so much for for listening to us on here too. We really appreciate it. And, um, you know, everybody else that's left us a review. Yes. But this review says, awesome podcast. I'd invite these guys to my own wedding. They are so much fun. I feel really like touched by that. It's yeah. a nice review there. We'll come to your wedding. Yeah, you know, send us an invite. <laughs> we'll be there. See, I'm trying to figure out if this is someone that we know. I don't know. That we've been to their wedding. Have we been? I don't know. 
Kate has more guns. Have we been to your wedding? It, write into us. Let yeah. us know. This at the is the mystery pod. here. Please let us know. Or if you don't know us and you want to invite us to your wedding, we'll be we'll, there. We'll gladly perform for free. I mean, we could like live podcast her we'll, wedding. We'll live podcast the yeah. wedding. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And we'll recast the wedding too. Yeah. I'll I'm just my- assuming it's a she. I don't know if it's a <laughs> yeah. she or a he, but uh, thank you. Thank you for leaving us this review and thank you to everybody else that's done so. Much appreciated. If you are enjoying the show, we are on iTunes. Search for us, The Last Row Podcast. Go out there, leave us a review, five stars if you enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, we'll be reading more on the air, like I said. In addition to iTunes, our website is thelastrowpodcast.com. We are also on Twitter at The Last Row Pod. Send us a tweet, bad way, and I will personally write back to you. Yes. We are also on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Last Row Pod. We need some more action on our Facebook page. And send us an email. We could use some more emails too, The Last Row Podcast at gmail.com. We will personally write back to you. And on that note, we will see you guys next week. So they they did the body swap, right? So their penises are not the same size. I'm assuming, right? Unless uh, you know the institute did some laser correction. They've got they've got so so, so when he gets home.